What's up, everybody? This is your boy, DJ Ben Amin, and welcome to another episode of Fair and Bros. But before we get into this, you need to go over to the iTunes page, subscribe, hit us on YouTube, subscribe, follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, do all that good stuff. Like us on Facebook, like us on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me try one, let me try one. Let me try one. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, in the place to be. I'm on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And it's Ben Hamid, the butcher of names, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the internet, the Petey Green of hip-hop, all kind of other good stuff. And I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Miss Saletta Stunner, also known as Curly Hair, Don't Care. (laughs) (laughs) And we're also joined by... Chico Leo, also known as the other Rob Lowe. Word, and this is Fan Bros Show. Like I said before, the voice of the Urban Geek. I hope everyone is having a beautiful time out there. We are now in the middle of December, headed towards the end of the year. The year's almost over. New Year's Eve, Christmas, all that good stuff coming up. You know, so hope everybody's loving it, enjoying their life. What's going on? What's I'm think. I just want to say I'm thankful for all of you guys. I'm thankful for everyone on Fan Bro Show. I know Thanksgiving passed, but so I'm saying I'm thankful. But I am thankful for everyone. You're pretty CPT time with this one. It's all right. Yeah, it happens. This Fan Bro Show, we do what we want. True <laughs> 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 Yeah, word but, up. But um, but usually on the, around the New Year's time, people kind of you know think about everything that they've done for the previous year and what they're going to do next for the upcoming year. And I'm just see great, huge things for Fan Bro Show. That's awesome. And I, I'd like to thank you and Chico Leo and Kimsonian and Ty and Captain Kirkisha and Illa YC. Miss May Rose. And, I mean, the plethora of others. I can't remember any of our writers' names right now because that's, <laughs> you know, I'm just like that. But yeah. Bowman, Golden Buddha. There we go. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Con Kane, for doing art. I mean, there's so many people involved in this, you know, from the top to the bottom. Shout-outs to Chris Morrow, Matt Raz, Combat Jack, Dallas Penn, Premium Pete, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But enough of that, you know, enough of kissing our own ass. So let's talk <laughs> about what is going on in the world today. It has been some, you know, pretty big things in the world of trailers. There's been a lot there's been a lot going on. So uh just 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 indulge me for a second. Or earlier this week <laughs> oh there Lord. was a uh there was a terrorist attack on a furry convention where what? someone someone released chlorine gas at a furry convention. You are joking. No, that that really happened. It might have been a Wait, Chicago. so Chico Leo, for people who don't know what furries are, what's a furry? Well, furries are a subculture of uh, individuals who uh, dress up in furry costumes as furry animals, uh, usually uh, in activities related to sex or coitus or intercourse. Okay. Um, Wait, no, no. See, that is that is not true. I'm not letting you spread it's this. It's true. Like, it's not true. lying. No, He's not lying. No, no, they're not. It's not always, always like engaged that. In, it's not, not always like that. People just like to dress up in furry costumes. Right. All right. Well. 
All right. There so are. My, there my is a under, subset. My understanding is, is that it was definitely sexually no, that related. No, it's not true. I've read articles and, and that and that it was some of it was related to people. I've secretly who, been there. Who's like like who were watching Saturday morning cartoons when they were kids and they were masturbating and so it sort of got all okay. That okay, Sigmund Freud. Anyway, so the Listen, point is that's not. Um, oh, I, I, that's a culture. In addition, okay. wait, wait. Like, um, you know, Tatiana asked, you know, who that was, and this week a trailer was released. And it's very exciting because Mad Max Furry Road is going to be <laughs> released. It's coming out in the theaters. And while the most recent Mad Max movie, Beyond Thunderdome, probably did address some of the issues of little people in small town government and women going through their change of life. This we now have a full on Hollywood movie, which is definitely going to address some of the issues of now you don't see too many furries in the trailer so i imagine it's sort of like jaws or gremlins where they're keeping that for the actual movie itself um the trailer is very very exciting there's, there's a lot going on it does seem like uh, one long chase scene i'm not sure where they're going to work the furries into it but, I, but mad max furry road is coming out to a theater near you I would point out it stars Tom Hardy, who did in uh, wear a shearling coat in in as Bane, repping perhaps you know some furry uh, credentials. Whatever shearling is made of, right? Well, no, it's made of of fur. <laughs> okay, obviously. Yeah. I mean, what animal? So uh, either like a lamb or you know a sheep. Okay. So anyway, uh, hold on, hold on. I I can't believe you first mentioned the chlorine terrorist attack. And, nobody and, died. I would point out nobody died in okay, that. They were they were brought out and they were huddling outside in the cold. In but they were prepared for that because they were in their furry <laughs> costumes. This all really happened. I know. Okay, so I'm mad that you referenced the furry attack. Just the roundabout make your way to the idea that Mad Matt's furry road is dropping. Well, I feel like there would be less <laughs> attacks on furry conventions Isn't it? when people knew. When people knew, you know, no more about Isn't the furry it? culture. Look, I didn't. I apparently was wrong when I said when I when I implied that it was just sex related. I Isn't thought it I was Fury Road, road? Not furry. Oh, <laughs> well, oh. still okay. The, the trailer looks good. You know, before the episode, Chico <laughs> told me that he had a, you know, a, a, a little soliloquy. Well, I just once I saw I, that I saw the uh, I saw the Mad Max Furry Road trailer. So I was expecting some, right. you know, like some, you know, some thoughts on the director, you know, some secret inside Hollywood knowledge. That well, Chico the furry always stuff brings. was what jumped out at me. <laughs> so Mad Max Furry Road does star Tom Hardy. It stars Charlize Theron, who has less hair than she did in Prometheus. Ooh. Perhaps and to fit into her furry costume later on in the yes, movie. Yes, and, and that's Aww. true, exactly, to get her furry ha helmet or head on. Nicholas Holt, who I think people might know as the Beast and partially uh, Jennifer Lawrence's boyfriend for, for a period, uh, is also in the movie. And uh, a, a cast of furries. And I would point out, although none of those actors are Australian... The Australian milieu uh, of of Mad Max does give the opportunity for some pretty exciting koala and dingo and wombat costumes that everybody is probably really excited to see. So oh. you should go and rush and see the Mad check out the Mad Max Furry Road trailer. Fury Road. You know, one thing about the castings that make me realize just like how deep we're in in the comic book world when it comes to cinema is that like. 
what is it like 25 or 45 percent of these people all have been in a comic book movie oh yeah sort? yeah i mean obviously you have tom hardy who was who was um bang and then zoe kravis is also in it she oh, was I didn't in, know that. yeah she was in x-men first class and then you had mentioned homeboy who yeah nicholas holt was nicholas in holt, first who's class. beast um and then i mean there's a bunch of other people rosie huntington wheatley who actually was in transformers you had me at zoe kravitz really i know you that's your right home there. girl yeah um, she's in the trailer that's it's, no, they're that, not in the trailer but they're, waste, they're definitely right. in the movie um for me when i saw the trailer it like i was a really young kid when i first saw mad max and then even then i didn't even see i didn't even realize there was multiple like right. movies I, I just knew the one with tina turner like right. that was the mo- one mo- more most specific to me and then when i looked at this with nowadays i'm like you know what that looks like that people will be able to understand it better it looks like borderlands yes definitely looks right which just like the intro to borderlands see that freaks borderlands me out, 2. borderlands is such a road warrior ripoff you yeah know what I yeah mean? it's and a ripoff so, but as someone who i saw the road you know the road warrior when yeah. i was a kid but no you're right i mean it's like it depends on definitely your, for people yeah for what yeah. generation so if you mm-hmm. you know if you love borderlands but um from my view it something you haven't mentioned is it's directed by george miller yes who originated mm-hmm. the franchise yeah. in the first place and the trailer just looked amazing to me. Like, there's some CGI towards the end of it, but there's so many beautiful shots, like these big, giant, wide-open shots of the desert. Yeah. And, you know, stark imagery. And then, like, a car, the car crashing just looks amazing. And from everyone who's seen it, they say it's, like, damn near two hours of just straight a car chase movie. Right. Like, and the whole thing's one giant chase. Yeah. And uh, back in January, they went and reshot, and people were like, oh, this movie must suck. But it's really because the president of the studio mm-hmm. saw the movie and was like, no, we need more of this. So they went mm-hmm. back to, you know, he to was get like, more. yeah, to get more of more of this. So. And, and, and in addition to directing the uh, Road Warrior movies, oh, George God. Miller actually also directed Babe and Babe Pig in the City. City. And after that, didn't direct the movie for 10 years, right. perhaps due to <laughs> Babe Pig in the I City, dark, dark tones. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Mad Max drops next May. I'm, I'm giving it my total vote of confidence. As blasphemous as this is, this is even more hype for me right now than... Star Wars still ranking below what? Age of Ultron. Yeah, I mean, cause Star. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that movie too. Oh uh, no, because Star Wars is still Christmas, so I got a you know a lot of time. But Age of Ultron is still number one, and but Mad Max, man, this trailer. But um, I'm not gonna give it my vote of confidence yet. I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's bad. I'm, but I'm not gonna give it my vote of confidence. I stay okay. neutral. I really like Tom Hardy. I like the, ca- the the cast in general. I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with the furries. So I'm I'm pretty. I'm really looking forward to the uh, <laughs> fury <laughs> road. Um, yeah, but in trailers that made me, you know, like I always say about a trailer, you have one job, right? And in, and in trailers that didn't do their job, um, well, actually, there was two today. Uh, real quick, the Sa- San Andreas trailer dropped today. Featuring The Rock fighting earthquakes. Oh wow! No, yeah, I nobody's heard of this. Some sort of what? Grand Theft Auto I, movie or something. That's yeah. what I thought. That tells you where my mind is. I, I was mean, like, I, "There's a movie on GG about GTA." And I'm sure they named it that because they want to try and get you know people, people to follow. Yeah, but no, it. Um, yeah, he's fighting what earthquakes? Yeah, I mean, well, Rock uh, plays what? a fireman or something of that nature, you know, some, right. and something where the big one finally hits. You know, California, and it's like a giant big one that, you know, um, Paul Giamatti shows up in the trailer to tell people, even if you live in Cali, this will get you in New York. So it's a disaster movie. Yes, basically. Starring I I think the best way to say it is it's a disaster movie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, and trailers that didn't do their job. Uh, speaking of other trailers that didn't quite get the note for me, the Terminator Genesis with the bad spelling. Yeah. Trailer. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree completely. Ooh, like what? the Mad Max one makes you want to see it in the theater. Oh yes. The Terminator one doesn't even make you want to see it on Netflix. Ouch. It, you know, Tatiana, you have some notes on this. I got some notes on this. I, it, it actually inspired it me to write. Struck a chord. When I saw this movie, first of all, in the trailer the, to hype you up, they have Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you know he's going to be in a movie of some to some degree. There's even a younger version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But as I was watching this whole trailer, all I thought was they named the movie wrong. It should have been named T2 Inception because right. it's as if. Arnold Schwarzenegger was dreaming about making the Terminator in the Terminator. Like it is literally the same to me from what I saw. It looks like the same exact movie from T2 or a little bit of T1 in there, and but T1, basically T2. Yeah. Right. So Ka- yeah, Kyle even Leach running through the clothing store. Yeah. That's like the even repeated Terminator. shots. Yeah. So then I was sitting here like, okay, is this a remake? Like shot for shot type thing? Like, there's one scene where they show the T2, the, the liquid Terminator, if you will, where he gets shot in the eye. And just like back in the day, the old one, homeboy, got shot in the eye. And then you see it reform um, back to, his, you know, t- so he's he's all You're referring prepared. to the, T- the T-1000. The T-1000, yep. thank you. So I was just like, okay, I see why, why they did that. But it's like it kept doing that throughout <laughs> the entire um, trailer. What's oh, that about? Okay, in their defense, the idea of this latest Terminator is that uh, – I mean, it's so convoluted, but like every I've, Terminator is convoluted. True, indeed. Okay, well, at one point in the from the future, John Connor sends back a Terminator to protect his mom right. from before he was born. Right. So it's like this Terminator grows old as his mom grows up, and mm-hmm. you know, basically raises her. So now, you know, in in our current timeline, Sarah Connor's been raised by you know a Terminator who is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's why he looks you know weathered. But um. The real weird part of this movie is that they're trying to do something from what I've read and what I understand is that it's like a Back to the Future Part 2 thing. Yeah. Where they're going to actually insert the new actors into, into the old footage right. yeah. from the first two and there'll be like affecting events in those movies. So, so there's a purpose why they've copied so yeah. much from the older movies. But they didn't really show that in the trailer to me. They they just seem to be showing like but I thought they showed here's that a truck th- flipping. Like we right. you know, remember a truck flipped another one? Well That's here's a truck I flipping. Thought. But it I, wasn't like the same truck. It was just, you know, here's another truck. It wasn't clear that their motive was because if they made that more clear that that's now that idea is dope. That's dope. That's dope yeah. to think a new movie interferes with a movie that happened 15, 20 years ago. That's insane. Yeah. But from what I saw, it just looked like they were repeating shots. Like, oh, you remember this? Well, we're gonna do it again with better graphics, but even but though the no, graphics no, aren't good. No, that was my problem. But it's like those the Terminator graphics. That's uh, Industrial Light and Magic. It's just some of the best ever. And at, at its time, it was pretty like the it liquid still shit. Looks that was good. Crazy. That's the thing. It, it still, still looks, good. looks good. While this stuff looks like it won't look good next year, or yeah, next year when I see it. Oh. Oh, okay. I was Man. yeah, I was pleasantly surprised like after the fact that I watch it when it was on, but I saw on Blu-ray the uh, Terminator, the the Sarah Connor uh, Seer Chronicles. Yeah, and those yep. were I thought those were really I've heard. good. I've seen a few um, episodes. I, I think the third and fourth movies were terrible. I'm not as big a fan of two as everyone else is. You're out of your mind. Just, now it's just the fact that you it's a movie I'm called a The Terminator, <laughs> and 20 minutes in because a kid says don't kill people, he's shooting people. It in the doesn't knee matter. And Hasta la vista, babe. All of that stuff is just horrific. That's 90s Eddie classic, Furlong though. is so annoying in that. 
Well, besides fan favorite Arnold, there's also Amelia Clark, also known as Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. She's going to be playing Miss Sarah Connor. She actually looked pretty and good. She does look like Linda Hamilton. I will she agree. She did. She did. She looked good. Um, Jai Courtney's going to be playing Kyle Reese. There's also... Uh, He's a lot bigger, I have to say, than, yeah. than, than uh, Michael Bean. Michael Bean was like a wiry small dude. And they have they have a, a much beefier. Although I like that guy. He's he's from Spartacus. Yeah. He yeah he's he's. I, I mean he's supposed to be a soldier. So yeah. I mean he's gotta he gotta have some type of build. Then you have Jason Clark, uh, who's playing John Connor. I, I I know him from Zero Dark Thirty. Right. But he's been in so many damn movies. Um, you have Young Hoon Lee, who actually plays Storm Shadow. He's playing the T one thousand. So. I mean, Ben, I mean, didn't really No, no, no. I mean, it's like you're listing a bunch of mess right now. Because the, the, the integral problem is you don't have James Cameron in his prime mm. and you don't have. But how are you going to have James Cameron crying unless you go back in time and bring him back and then change the movie? And then right. And that'd like, be a better movie. <laughs> the problem with having robot characters, because if they had Robert Patrick, he's 20 years older. If they had him as the T-1000, Robert Patrick was the T-1000 in T-2. Um, he's not working it. Which yeah. I also did really like the T one thousand and T two. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully. Oh man, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just didn't man. like the kid. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. So there's a lot going on. There's also they've made five, six Terminator movies, and uh, well, including the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Are you counting the one with Christian Bale? Yes, I am. I'm saying, and and John Connor is played by a different dude in every one of them. Like that, that also gets a little disconcerting. Yeah, I like I say, there's bigger problems in this movie than that. You had one job, Terminator trailer, and you just didn't do it. So uh, let's take a quick break right here, right. and we'll be right back with more fan bros. <laughs> Greetings, fan bros. It's your pal Matt Raz, and I'm here to speak to you about Ben. What am I doing a commercial for? You're talking about people subscribing to iTunes, leaving comments. People that subscribe to iTunes, assist me. I'm sick of people going on iTunes, leaving comments every week. Is that is that? Yeah. I mean, you want to tell them how you really feel? Yeah, I. If we stop leaving comments on the iTunes, we get we're getting so many comments on the iTunes right now. We're gonna stop posting the show there. We're just gonna. We're just going to post our own comments on there. But they shouldn't stop subscribing. Just commenting. Uh, you know what? I changed my mind. They should actually do it. They should subscribe. They should comment. They should rate rate the show. Fan bros on iTunes. Oh, actually, even fan bros who listen through SoundCloud should, just as a courtesy, please go to iTunes. It's really important. It sounds stupid. Every week you're like, guys, shut up about the in iTunes. I get it. Uh, yeah, this is going on. Can we get back to the show? Uh, we can, but we're actually just going to keep this co- particular commercial break going until you, you listening right now, go on iTunes and rate it. And subscribe. We'll, we'll give you give you a few moments to do so. All right. And now, back to the show. And welcome back, Fan Bros. I hope you've been enjoying this episode of Fan Bros Show. Before I forget, man, you know, we are the award-winning Fan Bros Show. We're coming up on the end. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> Take a shot. And we're coming up on the end of the year. And we got a real big episode next week. A really big episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Only an episode that the Black Web Blog Award winners for Best Comics or Gaming's Podcast blog and all that could win, right? Take a shot. <laughs> Possibly. Um, yeah, I don't know many other people who could score this, you know, an episode of this magnitude. Next week on Fan Bros Show, we are presenting Axel Alonso, the editor in chief of Marvel Comics. 
That's A squared. A squared, yes. A2. Even better than T2. Definitely. <laughs> better <laughs> graphics. <laughs> Axel Alonzo will be on Fanbro's show. So if you have any questions for the big man himself, hit us up at Fanbro's show on Twitter. Send us your questions. Fanbro's versus Axel. Is that a good hashtag? Is that how we're rolling? Axel versus Fanbro's? I don't know. The verses makes it seem more confrontational. Some little, you know, I, I think you never know how this interview is going to go. That's true. It could be like Thunderdome. <laughs> Axel oh, is man. fan bros. Right. You know? Something like that. We'll come up Axel with something is, clever. Axel is a fan bro. There's no doubt. It yeah. can't be too long. Don't don't send us long ass hashtags. Please. Yeah, but we, yeah, you know, we could use a hashtag for this episode. So if you can help right. us out, you know, hit us at Fan Bro Show on Twitter as well. But that's the biggest news I have. But, you know, there was some huge news this week in TV. We need a name for this TV segment. But anyway, Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Flash both had their mid-season finales. Finale. Finale. And Felina. Felina. And like I keep saying, man, if you're not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you are missing out on the best, worst show, you know, since True Blood. Wow. Like, yeah. Like like True Blood at its peak. You right. Know? Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a terrible soap opera, but at the same time, it's one of my favorite shows on TV. It's awesome. And they now have Agent Cooper from uh, Twin Peaks is now an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, he's actually playing Mr. Hyde. Oh, is he really? Yes, he is. Oh, he's I didn't playing, know that. Yes, revealed on last, yo, last night's episode was full of reveals. Like, the way they are connecting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and keeping it viable, you know, by integrating it into the Marvel film universe is amazing because last night it was, you know, fully revealed that Sky, the character everyone loves to hate, is an inhuman and mm. was exposed to the Terrigen mist last night and the Terrigen crystals made an appearance. Wait, is Sky the blogger who was in the Thor movies? No, well, she's a blogger, but she wasn't in the Thor movies. That's oh. a different blogger in the Thor movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, she's only been in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far. Yeah. But last night she was revealed, you know, I mean, it was revealed that she isn't inhuman. She got exposed to the mist, which for those who don't know, the inhumans are this group of people. Oh, my God. Convoluted story. Um, <laughs> They live on the moon. They live on the moon. They were they're an alien race. The Kree came to Earth thousands of years ago and messed with this one group of people to see what would happen. Like, you know, if they mess with humans, what would happen if they tried to, you know, speed up their evolution and stuff? And so they expose them to these Terrigen mist that grant each person different powers. So they're kind of like this weird X-Men type of crew because they're all, you know, very different. You know, there's a dog who talks and teleports. There's Black Bolt who, whenever he speaks, it destroys anything. You know, his voice right. is just like supersonic damage and Medusa, Medusa. you know, with yeah. her hair. Wasn't that dog in um the Avengers, not Avengers, in um, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy? Who, what dog? Oh, no, that was a space no, dog. No, no, that's that Astro. Space that's yeah, another Astro. space dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, Lockjaw is the dog I'm referring to. And mm. when he appears on screen, that is to be one. That's like, that'll top Rocket Raccoon for like ridiculous stuff. That you Marvel's, think so? Yo, if they sell Lockjaw, if, like if Inhumans is a hit movie, that's just like, that is, I mean. Yeah, they I can know, make I mean, Guardians a hit movie. I, think, not, I think they got that's it. That's what I mean. I can't doubt them anymore. But anyway, you know, last night on the show, Strives Revealed is an Inhuman. Um, What's her name? Is her father or? And it goes with she's actually playing Daisy Johnson, who's a character in the comics. Like Stry is just a fake name. Her real right. name is Daisy. And Daisy Johnson is the daughter of Mr. Hyde in the comics. So okay. yeah, he's uh Twin Pete's is actually Mr. Hyde right. now. That's been Kyle revealed. McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Right. 
bunch of other stuff happened. You know, I don't want to. That was the real big spoiler. You know, sorry for all if you haven't watched it yet. But you know, a lot of other stuff happened. But really but good. The episode. Inhumans made an appearance. Like no, 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 with, no, oh, none oh, of the oh, Inhumans. Oh. Just the crystals just the crystal. okay, and the yeah, mist yeah, yeah, actually yeah, made yeah. an appearance. And Sky was hit, and she appeared to glow. And another woman was hit. Another character was hit, and her eye. It looked like she started getting scales over her body, but it wasn't really shown. So. Right. Just, is Triton an Inhuman? Yes, he is. Triton one. is right, an Inhuman. Right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of them. They're all very weird characters. The movie drops in 2018, so Marvel's, you know, just like the geniuses they are, just cross-marketing early because right. it's still four years away, and now, you know, the general public is starting to know about the Inhumans. So. Right. No, they, they're definitely doing it right. Genius move. That's why Marvel's winning in the uh, comic cinematic universe. Yep, and their competitors last night also had their finale. Uh, Flash had its mid-season ending, and I <laughs> what was that pause about? Yeah, I, I don't know, Chico. How did you feel? I like the Flash Arrow crossover. Well, yeah, much so more. I thought the Flash Arrow crossover was really successful. This was yeah. a little bit of a letdown after yeah. that. It definitely got some business for the show out of the way that I thought was necessary. Like Barry spoiler. Needs, well, yeah. So you know, B- Barry needs to get over Iris. Although in the comics, Barry marries Iris. He's so not getting knows? over Iris. That love triangle. Oh, right. That so, was a my. Uh. So the the, 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 <laughs> the reverse, you are angry. The about reverse this. Flash shows up and he's bigger and better than Barry and faster. He's bigger, better, faster, more experienced, and basically keeps beating Barry the Flash up. Um, and he's fu- and he's actually revealed to be at the very end. This is a spoiler if you haven't watched the episode. He's revealed to be Doctor Wells, who we knew something was up to for Doctor Wells because he appears in a wheelchair, but whenever he's alone, he stands up. It's kind of still ambiguous, though. It is still. I guess you're still, right. Yeah, it's he, still it left ambiguous that it might not be Doctor Wells. But Doctor Wells is involved in somehow with the, with the with the reverse flash. involved in it somehow with the reverse right. flash. But there's something going on because. Uh, Iris's boyfriend, his Eddie. character's name is Eddie Thorne, and right. Eddie Thorne in the comics is, is the, the Reverse, reverse Flash. Flash. Right. So, you know, they're they're playing a lot with the show. I just thought it was kind of like, like you said, it's kind of a letdown from the week before, especially for your mid-season finale. Even though I did love Firestorm, his you know sudden appearance on right. the show and his flying away shot was really awesome. I really like the Flash. I, I ho- yeah, I I'm hoping it, with the with the that they do go through with the Ronnie Raymond thing of him having the two people in his head oh yeah that's know? happening so, yeah that's gonna happen um you know i, I you know I, I think you're 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 potentially possibly right in terms of like with the eddie thorne thing yeah um i i do think it's a little weird i was actually hoping that the dude was gonna stand up and then pull out like the jay garrick like golden age somebody else said costume. that on the internet today and that would have been like d well, yeah why I, not because I just feel like, how could you have a reverse Flash who was around before the Flash? Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't have a reverse anything until like, you have the original. Right. Like yeah, when they yeah, built yeah. the first car, they didn't put the first gear. Being like, okay, and this is how you drive. But see, backwards. that's the thing that they're showing on the show that, and that they're already showing you is that there's going to be some time travel aspects because right. that was another moment that revealed last night that it seems that there were two speedsters at Barry's mom's right. death, and so that it assumes that the Flash was already there fighting. Reverse Flash. Oh, that's right. So maybe that, but yeah, but so, so another yeah. dimension, another timeline. Yeah, like or the Flash from the future comes back into the past, right. trying to stop his mom from being murdered. And know? actually, just so people who might not know, in the Silver Age comics, the Flash is the first character who did that kind of uh, the the Silver Age Flash met Man. the Golden Age yeah. Flash in a really sort of famous issue uh, yeah. issue like ba- and way back in the fifties. Uh, they're eventually going to bring in Jake right. Eric. I'm sure they're going to bring in like Impulse. 
Wally yeah, West. Yeah, because even someone else made some joke Flash. where they, they actually thought Barry's name was Bart, and Bart Allen is the actually Impulse. Impulse. Yeah, so they're, I, I'm, I'm really have high oh. hopes for this show. Like, it's not, you know, it. It's like Agents of Shield in this first season. It it could use some work because I really thought the 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 Barry Iris thing was so tired yeah. and so typical, terrible TV that it was just like Ugh. specifically like that CW TV. Like, you know, oh my god, oh. I love you, Iris, and she just yeah. sits there. <laughs> Cut to commercial. You know, meanwhile, like, <laughs> the dude she's with is is whack. Like, it's, it's not like they, so if he ridiculous. was dope, then it would be much. Uh, yeah, we'd understand more. You know what I mean? But it's so ridiculous. So the but, show after Arrow, which is also in the CW, the One Hundred. I've actually been watching that, and that's, I tried. That's doing some stuff with love triangles that's very hit or miss. But yeah. uh, get, get, getting back to the Flash, yeah, I, I mean, I got to say, for me, ever since the Captain Cold episode, the Flash has generally been really good or better. Yep. Um, and I did think that the Arrow. Arrow Flash crossover was fantastic. This season of Arrow hasn't been as good as the last one, but I thought the last, I thought second season of Arrow was fantastic. I thought the first season was was decent. The second season was great. I think this one is somewhere between decent and great. But uh, the Flash, I have to say, the first couple episodes, it didn't grab me right away, but I stuck with it, and I'm glad I did. I, I think it's been really good since the Captain Cold episode. Definitely, and I had to give it to DC, like between the flat, because they made me interested in the era with the crossover. And they got a Supergirl coming out. And in the latest news of the day, it seems that they're about to drop a Krypton TV show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking by forward Gaber. to that, actually. David Goyer. You might be the only person in this room. That's okay. And I, and you know why? <laughs> I'm looking forward to that specifically because I am interested in seeing more about Krypton itself. Like, whenever we see any uh, Superman movies or shows or anything like that, they don't really do much about it's like really nothing about Krypton besides the fact when it blows up. But like you never know, like oh, or or maybe the we, month yeah, it blows we know up. There's like some environmental stuff. We right. don't know like, much. I think yeah. it would be interesting to see how like that kind of build up, like even the build I, up I to agree. to the the um the, the this the empowerment of General Zod. Like how did that mm. like if you read the comics, okay, maybe you know this stuff already. But like I don't like I don't know how he got. There's there's that been some stuff on that, far? but not that much. I know like John Byrne did a World of Krypton series yeah. back in the eighties, and there's been there's been a few here and there. But as far as I know, it's not like commonly. It's yeah, and no, I, there's definitely yeah. a lot. I I actually totally agree with Tatiana. I think it, it could be really good. Now, to me, I happen to think David Goyer is a little overrated. He's hit or miss. But I, I also, I mean, like, you know, um, I, I don't think the scripts, for, he wrote the Batman movies that Christian Bale starred in, and I don't think the scripts were the strongest part of those. There were some holes or things that didn't necessarily make sense. Yeah, and but, he's, but they were the strongest in this, I guess, decade of Batman movies. He, he's, yeah, that, yeah, he also is the behind the... Um, the, the show the Da Vinci's Demons, which I only watched the pilot of and I didn't like. People say got a lot better. I always say you can't judge a show on its pilot. So maybe David Goyer is dope. I mean, but um, yeah. I, I am actually looking forward to Krypton. I did see someone on Twitter who was like, yo, I don't care about that. I'd much rather see like Themyscira, mm-hmm. which is Wonder Woman's Island, like like a young I mean, Oh, so that'd be crazy. You would rather s- so much you want to see. Right. But I think the I, aspect I, of this would help DC just in terms of building up because they're trying to they're trying to be like Marvel. Right. They're trying to be like Mike. But it's just like. <laughs> I, I, think, I mean, like, but they do have the story. Like you said, Demiscura, they have that. Then you can have the backstory of Krypton right. and all this stuff. I mean, you can you can piece it all together. So this might be a very smart move for them I, if they if do it's it done right. Well. Yeah, no, and I, I'm, done I'm intrigued well. and combined with the Supergirl thing because Supergirl is uh, 
Clark is uh, Kal-El's cousin. Right. She got off in. Uh, I don't Krypton know nothing about her family. Way. Like I yeah. don't. I mean, it, like I said, if it's written well, it could be really cool. If it's like right. if they make it like really CW-ish soapy, then it's a waste of time. But right. we don't know yet. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it could it could be interesting. And then the uh, yeah, I mean, an alien. Sh- I mean, there could be sci-fi elements brought in. There's definitely. Um, I just want you know like one episode where somebody turns to the camera and is like, you know, we got to just do it better. You know, for our grandchildren, <laughs> right? And like, uh, and like, you know, <laughs> you that stuff. and then boom! <laughs> Hilarious! You're so mean, DJ Ben. I mean, I really am. I'm cold inside. I'm cold inside. We're gonna have this. We're gonna have this house for generations to come. <laughs> yes, like stuff like that. Boom! Yes. <laughs> this is a family heirloom. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you marry me, I can just see our future grandchildren playing together. <laughs> we should make a game out of that. The, you know, Kryptonian's last words before. <laughs> 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 like, like Krypton, you know, bad Krypton lines, you know, <laughs> like like lines for the show that are just going to be like, oh, man, like, you know, oh. that's well, they not going to work it's out. It's actually supposed to concentrate on Superman's grandfather yeah so that's yes. what i mean jor-el's father yeah so which is th- even to me dope. yeah yeah so that's really unexplored stuff and i was gonna say like i don't you know i mean but if his granddad is like building rocket ships i'm gonna be really mad you know right. like, <laughs> <laughs> you might need no, this I one day frankly son. <laughs> i think it's gonna be more of like about climate change and environmental stuff to go along with our world you know where you know yeah, so his granddad is Captain Planet. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh man, I, don't I had want to that. go there. Well, you have a mullet is all that matters, folks. I don't want to have a mullet like a like a Jonah Jameson mullet, <laughs> or like the mullet. <laughs> Not that a mullet, but like a high top, 90s. like a high Dan top. Dan Jurgens mullet. Yes. Not a mullet, like a high top, like the like a guile. Everybody had a mullet in the nineties, <laughs> though. Like, it was like that was like, like Jean Claude Van Damme and Hard Target. Wow. Damn. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Man. He had like going the, the, Billy, the Billy Ray Cyrus hair. Yeah, he did. He did. That was yeah. John Woo, wasn't he? he yes. Had, he, he had the, um, what do you call it here? Walking Dead. He had the Walking oh, Dead exactly. mullet. He had, he had the Tennessee high top. <laughs> Is that a Tennessee top hat? That's what he calls it. Yes. He calls it a Tennessee top hat in the Walking Dead. What if everybody has on Krypton has like high tops like Kid and Play? <laughs> but anyway. What if everybody on Krypton <laughs> is like black? But it's like the <gasps> grandfathers, you know? And so then you have to wonder. Like, what the hell happened in one generation? Then, I mean, you should write for DC. That's right. Somebody should. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone besides Jeff Johns who's no, writing just, everything for DC? I, hey, no shots. I like some of the stuff Jeff has written. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. He's written some great, great, great Well, if you material. like some of the stuff DC's done, then you probably like some of Jeff Johns' stuff. <laughs> that dude's writing like eight books a month. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> and man, don't play. No. Word. Just like Fanbro's show. All right, is that it? We're going to take another break and bring it right back to you with more Fanbros Show. Hey, yo, Internet, it's Kim Sonian, the ghost producer of the Fanbros Show, right here with my man Don Will. Yep. And we need you to rate, subscribe, and comment on our iTunes page, our SoundCloud page, and, of course, check out fanbros.com. For what, Don Will? What do they need to check out? For all the hottest updates in geek culture. What? I over-enunciated for diction and clarity. Bang. And welcome back, Internet, to this very special episode of Fan Bros Show. It's your boy, DJ Ben-Hameen. We're here. There has been, you know, some news that I think we just got to talk about right now. Because, you know, the, uh, the, we talked about it last week. The Sony hack 
that has been caused by it seems to be leading back to North Korea once again because it keeps they, going back and forth. I yeah, mean, yeah, because they're yeah. demanding now that Sony not you know put out the whatever that the interview movie is the interview, the interview which I wish they wouldn't put out because I think it's highly disrespectful. It might be funny, but it's just it's not needed. But anyways, more emails are out on the street. And Sony's plans for Spider-Man probably will, would cite a lot of people except for one small condition that just ain't going to happen. It seems that they wanted to get um, Marvel and Sony were actually in talks to get Spider-Man into the upcoming Captain America Civil War film. And that went south. Except, Damn. you know, wait, but, so one of, the, one of the Spider-Man in the comics played a very important role in the Civil War. Yes. But my understanding was that because they didn't have the rights to Spider-Man, they were going to give Black Panther was going to play that role, which that, is a very important role mm-hmm. in the, you know, sort of between the yeah. two sides. But it's kind of tough for Black Panther because he's not, like Spider-Man is more the young character who could be influenced by Iron Man, right. you know, right. role with him and all that. Black but Panther ain't going but down you also But you also have to look at it from the standpoint of a non-comic, like major comic book fan. Because remember, the, these movies aren't just for us, the fan mm-hmm. bros. Like this movie's for everyone, people who don't necessarily know the backstory. So technically they can, not any old body, but they can insert any old body. They, yeah, they right. have they have contingency plans. They had contingency plans ever since you know Sony had Spider Man on lock. So yep. I, I you know I don't doubt that they could have made it work, but it would have been really really nice if they. Oh yeah, no, I, absolutely. I mean, speaking it, it, of contingency plans, though, hold on. I mean, these emails they go on, Chico. Oh, without a doubt, without it's, a it's doubt. not over yet. Because I I've been reading emails all week and I haven't <laughs> read these emails. So, wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of contingency plans, Sony, uh, I wouldn't say revealed. You know, unfortunately, it leaked out their contingency plan in case that they did eventually lose the rights to Spider-Man back to Marvel, is that they wanted to do a Men in Black. 21 Jump Street crossover. What the hell? What? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I like the, the you know, I liked the first Men in Black movie. I didn't think much of the second two. And then, you know, 21 Jump Street, you know. Yo, 21 know. Jump Street yeah, is a classic. Jump Street's funny. I didn't that's, see 22 Jump Street. Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, that's great. And well, what the hell? Like, I, what? Well, what? I think, you know, Men, Men in Black is a comedy. <laughs> 21 Jump Street's a comedy. No, what, Chico? What? Like, no, 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 no. Like, that that hurts my heart. It doesn't make any... It's so ridiculous. They're all cops. <laughs> you know? Okay, I'm reading this email. They could do, like, it's a It's better crossover. than if they said they wanted to do a, a, an R.I.P.D. Uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, not that over. damn movie. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm reading this email. And one of the lines that... Oh God! One of the Trump. lines that Phil Lord, who was who who, oh gosh, okay, I'm sorry, who wrote <laughs> Jump Street? I'm like about to cry. <laughs> Phil Lord in his email said, "Jump Street merging with MIB. I think that's clean and rad and powerful." This man said, "Rad, y'all." I'm done. How how long ago did he write this email? Like this is he, email. Did he write this email from like the it's past? Not clear. So, so like did he like write this out? You know, in like 1988. Well, he and wasn't then, on AOL, man. And, no, like he wrote it out in '88 and then that typed it up later so on. I read an email today where actually Sony executives referred to Kevin Hart as a whore because he wanted extra money for so because to pr- they wanted him to promote whatever the movie was and it, it isn't clear from the email he wanted more than he got paid three million dollars to be in whatever the movie they were talking about 
And then um, part of his contract was that he had to go do the junkets. He had to appear on the TV shows, all that stuff. When they asked him to do social media stuff, you know, Kevin Hart has his own, you know, he's worked hard to have a social media presence. He was like, well, then give me money, more money. And the reality is, is that, you know, the, these studios, if you give them an inch, yeah, you know, that. they'll take yeah. they'll take two, 22 feet from they you. They want to call him the whore because Kev- they're trying to be a pill. Right. Kevin Hart does not have 22 feet to give. And so, you know, um, but but I, I'm sorry, I got to go back. Yeah. I got to finish this whole. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I just just want to wrap that up. This man said this is going to be rad. He said this in an email. But then off the strength of that email alone, they greenlit the movie. No, no, this is not happening. This is not actually happening. No, this I is, don't no. know about green light. Yeah, they no, no. This was this was a contingency this was, this plan. Like, you know, if case. we give you Spider Man, you've got to give us. This. No, 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 no. They own those two rights. It's right. not if they give you Spider Man. They were just From like, yo, what? If we somehow no, they said if we somehow lose Spider Man to Marvel, then this is, is what we could is do. Is that what the email yeah. said? Because this says this well, movie is this not green I know in other emails they definitely were talking about how with the Sony employees being like, how come you know uh, Disney made six hundred million dollars off each Spider-Man movie and we're making zero? Ouch! It's because your movies aren't as good. Yeah, basically. Um, no, this is not happening. Don't steer the populace. I'm like not, that. It's not that I'm scared. I'm reading word for word. No, no, trust me on this one. This and would I be hope, the number one trending topic in the world right now. I if, really hope if, this if what you're saying jump, is true. Uh, Jump know. Street would, was crossing over with Men in Black. Would that really, would that trump the torture report? Oh, God. Oh. Hopefully. Um, man, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> it's so bizarre. So, yeah, I, I do agree that's bizarre. And I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize for that, Tatiana. But no I problems. just the point is there's all these emails all over the place. I've been reading them on Gawker. I'm not trying to pimp uh, any web specific websites to people. But I've been. Oh, no. Defamer is where I've been reading them, which is in the Gawker family. Um, if you want to see some really crazy behind the scenes of what's going on at studios, one of the there definitely is a whole email chain between Amy Pascal, who's like the vice president of production at Sony, and Scott Rudin, who's a huge producer, and they're cursing at each other like schoolyard children over the Steve Jobs movie and some business with Angelina Jolie. I couldn't even like totally figure out everything that was going on there. This is but so it's, awesome. It's really pretty amazing. Like the like you know the scene in Wizard of Oz where somebody Toto removes moves the curtain and you see this little old man. This is like if Toto removed the curtain and you saw. A whole bunch of like you know screaming children, yeah, or misshapen, misshapen dwarves or this, something. This is know? so epic. Like if this is the revenge that North Korea has planned, you know, like I <laughs> applaud them. Like right. you know, don't bomb us or anything over this fuck bird movie because I really have you know I, I don't like it. I don't want it to come North, out. North Korea said everything you do gonna fail. Yeah, <laughs> but if they you know if this is what they do, <laughs> oh man, this is like the greatest revenge ever, man. So um. This- it's just ludicrous. All of that is ludicrous. Yeah, but just But that can't that can't even be a contingent plan. This this you know what this is the setup for an early April Fool's joke. This is what this is. No, I'm telling this you, this is just how movie studios work, folks. No, in is, their yeah. minds, no, these guys are so whack that in their minds they're like, well, Oh, this will work like the be, flash and the arrow crossover. Yes. You know what I mean? So whack and still got all the money. You whack and money. That's why go, the well, world that's not is true. That whack and money go together. We know a lot of whack stuff that got money. Privilege. But uh yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. There you go, folks. You know, the ugly side of things. Damn. Now, speaking about the good, great, wonderful side of things, it's time for my favorite segment. Comics I Cops! 
Yes. I just had to yell at that time. I was really excited. Hey, no, thank you. I like that. You know, I need different voices, you know. <laughs> also, speaking of comics and crazy crossovers, there was an Archie Punisher crossover like 10 or 15 years ago. Archie crossed to a lot of stuff, though. Archie right now has a series, Archie yeah. Meets the Afterlife, which yeah. is yeah, awesome. there's mad, zombie But one. there's mad Archie crossovers, yeah, right. so whatever. Like, that's set, they, ever have, they have a precedent set. Big shout out to Archie Comics, in fact. They sent me some joints to review, so I'll be uh, speaking on that very nice. soon. Yeah, then, you know, I, I applaud the Afterlife with Archie series. That joint is amazing. Um, last week on Comments I Copped, I mentioned that MX Comics is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And this week, a uh, website came out and said the very best same thing that, you know, this year they have just completely run the game. And once again, you know, last week I talked about um, The Humans, which is, you know, I definitely got to check it out. Really dope series. And this week, Image released a comic called Bitch Planet. Yeah, that yes. I've been reading about a lot on I Twitter. I read about that. Yeah, I got to check out the first issue. Um, the first issue features the name of the you know title, Bitch Planet. There's a planet filled with prisoners, and not filled with bitches. No, well, I mean it's referred to as Bitch Planet, but you know, there's the, the you know the title is definitely written by women. There's a whole essay in the back on feminism and some other stuff. It seems to have a lot going on, you know, beyond just the idea of having a comic called Bitch Planet, you know. I think it was. Yeah, a, I mean, what, what's I, I just want to know what the what the end game is. Like, I know it's, it's more than sure just a yet. sensational yeah, I'm title. I'm not sure yet because it's the first issue, but they already dealt with in the first issue. They dealt with some things about like women and roles and you know society, like the roles that women are forced to accept. There was a real weird twist that I really don't reveal, but it was like one of those like, oh, that's like fuck, you know, like it's like. Oh, uh, you can't say nothing. Yeah, I can't say nothing because it's one of those like. I, d- I did not see it coming, and then the issue ends with this twist and then another twist, and then both of them are like, oh, that's so, you know. And this is all just in the first issue. All in the about. first wow. issue. So, yeah, it caught Sounds me because exciting. I thought the story, like, you know, I said there's this bitch planet, and the first issue features a man trying to get his wife off of this planet. And that's all I can say without revealing too much. But there's a twist in this story that I was like, oh, and it really made you think, okay, so there's some roles and talk about like you know what women roles play and what the roles they're forced to play, so I, I'm looking forward to more from Bitch Planet, and I really just like saying the name Bitch Planet. I was just gonna say <laughs> you said it so many times already. <laughs> so, Hilarious. Yeah, check it out. Image Comics is always doing great things. I you know as usual I have to big up Chew, which is reaching its they're about to the end of the series is coming up. There's probably like 10, 15 issues left yet. It's just one of my favorite series ever. You know, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be one, you know, it's going to go up there. It's like, it's just a great comic book. It's so weird, so over the top. You know, check out you, another image. Walking Dead continues to kill it. And before we get out of comments I copped, I have to say real quick, big up to the Save Storm movement. There's a Storm comic book right now written by Greg Pak. And it's um, sold by Marvel Comics, obviously. It features Storm of the X-Men. It's a pretty damn good comic, and it's not quite getting the sales it needs to survive. A lot of people have been talking on this about on Twitter. Shout out to Black Girl Nerds. Uh, a few other people, there have been some giveaways. You know, I've seen all kind of people on Twitter talk about yeah, it's it. Definitely Shout out to Maya a, Sakura. A real Save Storm campaign going Maya on. Maya Sakura, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. So, you know, shout out to everybody who's been supporting this. You know, check it out on, you know, Marvel Comics. You can go... Buy the, I think the first issue might even be available for free, and then you can you know download and buy the yep it's free, and then you yeah. can go download and buy the rest. You know, go to your local store. Shout out to Bergen Street Comics in Brooklyn. You know, check it out. Greg Pack is a really dope writer. He introduced the character of um, 
I want to say it's Amadeus Cho. He's a super genius. Uh, Amadeus, Amadeus. Yeah, he's a super genius little Asian kid who is just one of the best recent Marvel Comics characters. Like, if he turns up in a he's movie. He's Korean. Yeah, Korean. Okay, Cho. there we go. Cho, yep. Very, very dope character. He made Hercules bisexual. You know, he's done a lot of weird, you know, <laughs> off-brand stuff that, you know. I just caught that one. Hey, I mean, it happened, you know. Hercules got down, you know. <sighs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay. I mean, you know, hey, he's, a, you know, God, man. He's been along. Well, no, that's also the whole ancient Greek thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's a God of Greece. I mean, what do you expect, folks? Right. Yeah, so it's like, you know, shouts to Greece. And all. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Save Storm, written by Greg Pak. Storm, dope comic. And Storm is just definitely, you know, right behind Jean Grey to me in terms of, you know, the dopest X-Men women ever, you know, so. She needs a comic. You know, y'all out I'm there buying. You, what happened with that X-Men title that was all women? Was that just a, a limited series? No, it's or? Still, I think that's still going. I'm not 100% sure because I don't read it myself, but I want to say that's still going, and it's right. still featuring all women. So Right. That's not but, a good sign that no one really knows, though. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like I don't read Captain Marvel, and that shit is selling through the roof. You know, that's what I'm saying. So if y'all like Captain Marvel, check out Storm. Uh, the Miss Marvel series is doing very well, mm-hmm. so I'm very proud to announce that. That's you know been kicking ass. And where's Monica Rambeau? Because that she was my Captain Marvel when I was reading comics. Um, you know, the Avengers. last time she was really featured was in a uh, Next Wave, which was an amazing comic. If anyone, you know, if you want to go find a trade of it, Next Wave. Oh my God, that's a classic. I thought that was like a DC thing. Nah, Next, Next Wave. Wave is a uh, Warren Ellis. Yeah, Warren Ellis yeah. wrote it, and it is and Monica Rambeau is in it, kicking ass and taking names. Boy. Wow. Oh man, yeah, she. So she's not actively any bo- in any books right not now. Not now. Nah, and the Avengers series by Jonathan Hitman. I'm always recommending that, and it's. And she's not in that. No, nah, and yeah. he's got everybody in that right. book. Like that's like book like got like thirty characters. Like it's amazing. So, yeah, Save Storm. That's the main point of this right. comic Psychopt. Hashtag Save Storm. Check it out. Who's drawing it? Is it Greg Pak's writing it? Do we know who? I want to say Fred Levente off the top okay. of my head, but that might be me guessing, but I'm not sure. But I know that Greg Pak, because I'm a big fan of his um, writing, so hopefully we can get him on the show sometime to talk about this. But Save Storm. Save Storm. Word up. Save Storm. I like how everybody, you know, chanted it in. Um, is that it for co- that's it for comic psychop? You didn't cop anymore. Nah, I did finish reading the Inkle by Mobius. Oh yeah, what'd you think of that? Fuck if I know. Like <laughs> you know, that was kind of my reaction, but I only read half. So when I I read, they were like it was in two parts, and I only read either part two or part one, and I didn't know what's going on. But you read the whole thing. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it was the art is amazing. I feel like oh, uh, what's that movie? The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Ripped off so many ideas from this book that it's right. ridiculous, but it, the Fifth Element at least made sense. Yo, this book, man. It, but you know, if you ever want to read some mind bending stuff with some, I mean, absolutely some of the greatest art ever. You know, the Inkle is right. you know check and it out. The fourth, uh, the fourth trade paperback of Saga, yes. uh, is dropping or just dropped. Just I'm, dropped. I'm almost, I'm almost all caught up. To, oh to buy wow! The yeah, no. Oh, I'm, Chico's I got saga. Yeah, Well, no, you gave me the first oh, that's one right. a while back, like back when we were back on. Uh, <laughs> so Sixth proud of Avenue. you. And you haven't and said anything about yeah, this. Yeah, no. So and then I got the second one and I got the third one. Okay. Uh, I'll be getting the fourth. So one. Oh, how, no, how you feel about it? I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I said I thought, <laughs> no, but I really liked it. The, he the said first like Jerry time Seinfeld. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I didn't hear. You know, you haven't told me back. No, that's true. Know, yeah. You know, so, yeah, no. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I'm reading the trade paperbacks. I'm not. I, I'm I'm pretty much the and, same way. And I also so I had read the first seven trade paperbacks of Scalped like years before yep. we even met. 
And so I finally got the. I picked up the last nice. one at uh, at Comic Con, and I picked up the other two uh, recently. Nice, nice. So I will have finished scalped, and uh, you can you know report back on that. Abs- as well. well, I mean, you know, I've I've read and reread. I've read the first seven like twice, but that's one if you you should definitely check out. That's another one that might be coming to TV God or movies. Willing, or some Jason somewhere. Aaron is the writer of that. Yeah. And God willing, that makes it to TV because my God, scalped it. You know, it, I would tell Tatiana it's like the wire on an Indian reservation. Listen, don't you do it. <laughs> if you know what's good for you, don't you do it. <laughs> Wrap it up. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> she actually, so they, uh, you know, they remastered the wire, and David Simon has mixed feelings about it. I mean, he definitely gave it its appro- his appro- its approval, yep. but it, you know, the wire is so old; it came on like a couple before months after September eleventh. Yeah. So not only that, but it came on before HBO was actually running their shows in the sixteen by nine. It's when their shows were still square. You know, the three by four. Yep. And so they, you know, they definitely changed all the framing when they when they went to the. Uh, the wider the wider screen and so apparently he said some and they upscaled it for HD um but that's got to be starting pretty soon right that they're, they're doing a a whole like you know marathon and they're going to start it again on HBO I'm hoping you know no yeah. no they definitely are I mean this is no they were doing thing. it they some were supposed to do it already but like they just I just matter of fact it was like maybe two weeks ago they said that they finally finished at, uh, right. doing all the work behind it to to yeah so we're ready I mean because some people really need to see that show that's true. You got one more time. <laughs> well, folks, um, <laughs> you know, we're going to have Axel Alonzo on the show next week. So, you know, tweet us your questions, your suggestions for hashtags. You know, if you have any questions for the big boss of Marvel Comics, this could be an epic episode. You know, it might be a two-parter. Who knows? Don't be crazy, though. I mean, Axel Alonzo. Let me say that again. The editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. Are you going to have Illa YC on, like, on a computer screen? We might have to. You can FaceTime him in. Yeah, we might have to FaceTime Illa in because, you know, he was integral in getting Axel on the show. So, you know, might have to do that. Might have to word some out. But like I said, if you have any questions, hit us on the Twitter at Show. Always follow us on SoundCloud, you know, on Facebook. Like our page. You know, you can subscribe on iTunes. A lot of good stuff you can do to support Fanbros. So do it. We'll love you for it. Anything else before we get out of here, Tatiana? Oh, happy birthday, Ma. Love you. Oh, happy birthday to Mama Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Tatiana sounds like a comic book character. Word, word, word. The way you said that, Mama Tatiana. Mama Tatiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>